1: and welcome to the waiting room, a quantum leap podcast, proudly brought to you by SJP World Media. My name is Cy, and joining me as always as we jump back and forth through one man's timeline, putting right what once went wrong, is Mr. Benny Mac. How are we doing, sir?
0: <laughs> doing very well after talking for half an hour about random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I'm very good, mate, thank you, and I'm very uh cool. I'm glad this show is, you know, coming out a bit more regularly now and we can we're you know barreling through time with sam again so yes there's definitely. still some there's still some bloody great episodes to come to be fair so and we we're nowhere near them yet so let's crack on exactly exactly
1: today's episode of the waiting room we are looking at the episode of quantum leap season two episode 16 i think it is benny that's right isn't it yeah 16 entitled freedom Sam is in 1970, November 22nd, to be precise. And at the end of the last episode we looked at, Sam leapt into the body of somebody, basically getting his ass handed to him in prison and then dragged back to his cell where he is greeted by an elderly Native American. Uh, Sam looks in the mirror and realises he is of Native American descent as well. And that's kind of where we left off last time and where we start up again this time. Benny, before we pressed play on this episode today, or whenever it was you watched it back, did you have many memories? Or when you pressed play and it started, did any memories come
0: flooding back? Uh, when we obviously sat down and watched it, it was very much... Uh, I remember the, the old fella, the, the grandfather. Yes. Yes. Um, and I kind of remembered the guy laying into to Sam's character, but I don't rem I didn't really remember the story. And even when watching it, actually, to be honest with you, I thought, oh, this is where this no, okay, that's not it. <laughs> it was very much like, <laughs> like so I have got I think I did with you where I was like very confused of what was actually going on. But no, for some reason this is not like locked into my memory, which is quite good because when we're when we chew, when we see oh this you know this one's coming up next oh well, this is going to be amazing and we watch it back and go yeah it was all right but mm-hmm. it didn't hold it didn't hold up to our insane memories whereas this one i very much even as the story was going on I wouldn't say it was like I was watching it for the first time but it almost was because <laughs> there's loads okay. of that I didn't remember um, so but yeah um, I enjoyed it actually to be honest with you but then maybe I still didn't remember it all yeah <laughs> so. fair enough I think. I would never actively go and seek this
1: episode out. This isn't one that I think to myself, oh, if I'm going to watch an episode of Quantum Leap, I must watch Freedom or anything like that. But at the same time, I think this is one I've seen more than many other episodes from the show. I don't know if this was repeated heavily in the UK when I was growing up or if it's just one that by chance or coincidence, I happen to flick through the channels and happens to be on. But I feel like I've seen this yeah. many more times than other episodes.
0: I feel like I've only maybe, because I, 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 when we started this mad journey, I used to put Quantum Leap on and I probably every, I want to say every two years, like, oh, yeah, I want some Quantum Leap. And sometimes it might be a random disc grab. Yeah. Um, or because I, tr- you know, or like, you know, w- 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 which we discussed was very much like, Oh, I want to watch this episode and, you know, find the disc and then put it in. But, or it used to be more well, often than not, I go disc one, off we go and just keep going over the next couple of weeks or three, four weeks of just, you know, sticking on, watch a couple of episodes and go to sleep or whatever. So, um, or fallously watching it actually sometimes, but in terms of this episode, I must've watched it three, four, five times, but I, it's been that long. I think like you said, when you look at the list, maybe wrongly so as well after viewing it this time, but it's not one that I go, I'll watch that. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, it was a good episode to be fair. And, um, I love. I loved, um, <laughs> his grandfather, the jokes that he told, I just, um, as soon as you sort of meet that character, Joseph, um, is it Joseph? Yeah. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not as soon as you meet him, but when he makes the comments after Sam's had a bit of a beat in, and he goes, you know, that obviously he looks in the mirror, and sees, him, uh, sees himself as an Indian, and he goes, "It could be worse. You could be a white man." Eh? And I just little jokes like that made me. And throughout the whole, ep- the whole episode, really, of him just, he's, he makes everything seem like he's still when he talks about his um, his past and his heritage, it's very serious. But then, which we'll get into in a little bit. But then, obviously, he there are occasions more than once that he'll make a little joke about something that is not necessarily yeah. linked to it, and he's just he's serious, but he sort of knows when to turn it off <laughs> so the character for me i think might be one of the one of my favorite characters actually which is not on the list of like jimmy or color of truth or kamikaze kid or you know all those other ones that we mentioned at the very start of this but so far i feel like he's going to be one to beat <laughs> yeah no i get that i get that yeah there, there is some nice little humorous lines coming yeah. from that character
1: isn't there Effectively, the scene that we we are set by the little, I suppose, trailer from last week and the beginning of the episode this week, uh, as we explained about Sam being in prison and so on, we find out that uh, as Benny mentioned, he is in prison with his grandfather, or Kanu, I believe is is Native American. They used that that term is referencing a grandfather, isn't it? I mean, Kanu, Kanu, something like that.
0: Yes, I'm not going to, yeah, you, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so they use the 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 original dialect and yes rather than saying grandfather he even actually corrects him at one point he says call me Ke- okay or, or whatever it was yes. <laughs> i've forgotten without looking i meant i did should have wrote that down i didn't write that down for some stupid reason <laughs> but yeah i mean he's
1: there with his grandfather and it turns out that they are in prison for uh stealing a van and the grandfather effectively is very poorly and we find that togo the grandson who sam has leapt into or togo means grandson sorry he has leapt into he has to get joseph the grandfather to his ancestral lands effectively the old uh the old sites of some of the the native american uh campsites and and um, areas they lived in and so on because he wants to die there he knows he's on his last few days he wants to die in peace in effectively land that he's grown up in and lived in his whole life. And he's been in a nursing home um, put in there by his granddaughter, who we will see shortly, but is desperate to get back to what he sees as his real home to live out his remaining couple of days, few hours, however long it may be. Now, because of this, Sam has to break himself and the and joseph the grandfather out of the prison and effectively we've the the episode is kind of it's not a massive chase scene it's not a huge like episode long chase scene but it does kind of have that cross-country vibe whilst they're being seeked out by the the sheriff doesn't it benny
0: yeah um it's a good not it? It's not like a consistent. <laughs> What's that film called? Is it War Run? With That's the cop- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a bit of that vibe to it to a degree, but not as like fast it's, you know. It's an old man, um, and his grandson <laughs> fleeing the law or borrowing. Sorry, they don't. They don't steal. Oh, like yes. they borrow things, don't they? <laughs> Which is something they say throughout um, the copper. Now, whether it's because as Sam leaped in, he says, "Don't get smart with me." and then the copper punches him and that's what that's the first thing we see but whether the copper actually like has a he's has a thing he doesn't like indians i don't mm. know or whether it's just yeah i the, get that vibe i do I get that, that vibe as yeah. well but we we don't necessarily you feel like he just hates indians and he's just like they need to be locked up or that's the vibe but or is it because he likes his job way too much and he is a copper and obviously they have stolen something and he's just very passionate about his job because you don't, you don't necessarily. Well, there are little moments, aren't there? Little comments that he kind of makes. You know, like, you're lucky you still got a barn, I think he says at one point to the one guy when they steal the horses. Sorry, borrow. Um, <laughs> you know, they trade a stolen van for horses, basically, don't they? Which is quite funny in itself. But I did get that vibe from the very beginning. This copper is doesn't like Indians. Mm, yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely, and I suppose as well. You look at the the time we're in; it's nineteen seventy. It, racism is probably still rearing its incredibly ugly head on a you know a more regular basis than we we potentially get now. I would suggest. So maybe that plays into it a bit as well. But you know, there we go. Now, you mentioned there as well about the borrowing of the van. This I I enjoyed. This I thought was very funny because joseph literally sees it as i just borrowed it and it's not him trying to be funny or trying to <laughs> i make think excuses
0: i think there's an element to that
1: mind i do think there's an element of him trying to be funny but but at the same time i believe he comes across to me anyway like he genuinely believes oh i just borrowed it we're gonna give it back it almost does come across like he really feels that to me is that did you not pick up on that
0: no, I did. But I think there is a, in some cases, like, especially when they do the, uh, I know we we'll get there, but when they go to the store to get yes. the blankets and stuff, um, you know, we just see he's got a blanket and then when he unfolds it, there's a radio in there, there's a knife in there that's <laughs> he's rolled up out the shop in the blanket, didn't he? And stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, yeah, no, I, I think he, in terms of the van, I think most things he just thinks I'm borrowing it and I will give it back. I need it for this part of my journey or whatever, but, uh, i do with the shopkeeper then at least i would say um more like tongue in cheek but um no i can see what i know i think you're right i think he generally believes we're not stealing we're borrowing you know because i was you know would have come from it because he's what 70 odd mm, yes, yes. 70 odd years old so he's still he's old enough that he remembers how they used to live i think just about give or take you know um all the stories he's kept the ancestry going, hasn't he, with the stories from his, his father, I would assume, and his father and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, the borrowing, like you said, I think there is an element of, yeah, it'd be all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It it is that kind of, yeah, very sort of easy breezy kind of actually, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Which I suppose in a way, I mean, there's, there's quite an innocence to this Joseph character, but then every now and again, you get a little sort of twinkle in the eye and a little sort of nod to the camera of him being a bit more, shall we say not as innocent with certain things
0: yeah and and, yeah not that he plays what's the best way of saying it he doesn't play dumb by any stretch but oblivious maybe sometimes purposely Mm. to go oh i'm just borrowing it though but this (laughs) is the thing he's saying and this has only just
1: popped in my head night he's saying that they're borrowing the truck they're borrowing this this knackered old pickup to get across to wherever they need to be in nevada but he knows
0: he's going there to die. So how is he going to take it back? Well, he's basically getting his grand- <laughs> grandson to, have to do all the heavy lifting for this. isn't need to be honest. So yeah, it's a good shout. Um, I mean, when he makes the, um, I like said, he, he has those serious moments, but I like the fact that it's not too, like too serious. There are moments mm. obviously, but I like that he, um, I know we're all over the place here, but there's a bit when they're in the cave and he has the, uh, and Sam said, get some wood, and they're going to make a fire, a little one, so they can keep warm. And um, Sam's like, oh, I don't have any matches. And then uh, the Grand you know, uh, Joseph goes, oh, I'll show you an old Indian trick. And he does, like, an Indian chant and everything, which is really good. And was just enthralled by it. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. And then he goes, whoa, and he pulls out a lighter out of a pouch. <laughs> 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 I absolutely love that. That and, popped
1: uh, me. That got me big. Yeah, fans. it
0: did me as well. Um, and I liked... But I like that Owls like really into it. Like, oh, this is amazing to see, you know, when they paint the horses and stuff like that. I know I'm floating about here, sorry, but... Um, no, know, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, when, you know, Owls just enthralled by like, oh, this is amazing. Look at this. Oh my God, you should, you know. and um, But yeah, the, the 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 one thing that sticks out to me more than anything is, one, he loves his Redskins. <laughs> yes. Football team. Um, and he loves it when they beat the Cowboys, which is like little nudge, nudge, wing wink, isn't it? A little bit, I yeah. think. But um, the lighter bit was brilliant. An old Indian trick. Like he, does a, he does a whole chant and everything. like really, It's really good. And Then he pulls out a lighter from a pouch. <laughs> and it's, he's like, it's fantastic, <laughs>
1: isn't it? Uh, before we get on to where they end up, they Sam and Joseph do need to get out of the prison. And I loved this as well. This is a little nudge-nudge wink-wink, I think, from Joseph as well. They try and break the bars, but they can't get out that way, which you would assume is is, you know, standard practice, I was, why, why would the bars even be there? You shouldn't be able to just break them and leave. So they decide in the morning, they're going to trick the guard to get through the door. And when the, uh, I think it's like the deputy potentially comes to the prison door, he only sees Joseph, That there is no, no Sam there. He's gone. He opens the door and, and speaks to Joseph and says, well, what's happened? Where's he gone? And Joseph explains, he turned into a raven and flew away yeah i like that and 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 they they say, well he's left you behind he goes ah yes i can only turn into a wolf so i wouldn't fit (laughs) through the bars i was like that is superb and then sam jumps out from underneath the bed and they basically escape that was that was brilliant that really tickled me
0: it's um i mean sam's taken because al hasn't even turned up at this point in this opening sort of 15 20 minutes or 15 minutes i want to say of the show um especially this opening part sam's taking the beating from the coppers the grandfather's saying we need to escape and Sam's like yeah okay doesn't really know what's going on doesn't even know that is this grandfather's obviously as we find out you know as we've already mentioned that he's sick so it's like (laughs) Sam's kind of like yeah I'll go along with it (laughs) then beats up a copper takes a gun and takes a truck and I love the fact by the way as they're walking to the trucker from the prison the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> joseph goes good morning or whatever to some random bystander, <laughs> like and everybody's like looking and then the cop oh it's actually the sheriff isn't it it's not the uh, thing it's the sheriff because he's in the bars and he's shouting out from the bars going stop them they're escaping oh yes. <laughs> so, yeah yeah because that's um yeah i'll just remember that's a uh, leon ripley that is because as soon as i saw him i was like i recognize you from somewhere and um and the first thing i remembered him from was eight-legged freaks the film in 2002 is that
1: Arquette.
0: David Arquette? Yeah, David Arquette. Okay. Yeah. I remembered him from that straight away. And, I was, and as I've gone through the IMDb, I'm like, oh crap, yeah. He was in the original uh, Stargate film that came out in 1994. Oh, okay. Gen- General West. And I was like, holy crap. And then he's in like, then he's been in films with, um, he was John Billings in The Patriot um, and stuff like that. He's done, he, uh, I'm guessing, yeah, the, I think he was in the Johnny Depp film. Yeah, it must be because 2013, the Lone Ranger film. I've never seen it. He was in that um he's been in loads six feet under the tv series uh the alamo and films he's done low he, this guy's done loads of stuff over the years um but the first thing i remembered him from was eight-legged freaks um i've not like, seen eight-legged freaks but i have seen the stargate movie yeah he's general west he's the guy that's like so you think you've worked out what they in two weeks what they couldn't work out in two years or whatever he says the line is okay uh, and he's the general um, of that facility. And then obviously Kurt Russell's in it. And he go, they're like trying to, you show him, show him the gate, basically. Obviously they don't say gate. And uh, Kurt Russell's character, Jack O'Neill, just nods. And then it's General West kind of just show him, you know, but he's compared to what he looks like in Quantum Leap to what he looks like in Stargate. Obviously he's a general, so he's more like clean cut. Whereas the, right. the sheriff, he's got a lot of long hair He's kind of almost got like a haggard look, hasn't he? Like a tired, like a haggard look to him a little bit. Yeah, I guess as well. It's, it's 1970.
1: It's Nevada. So it's very, very hot and and humid. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a bit more that way, I guess, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. But yeah, straight away, I was like, oh. But for some reason, I forgot he was in Stargate because <laughs> because of how he looks in Eight-Legged Freaks when you, when you had to get a chance to watch it. When the way he looks in Eight Legged Freaks is more closer to what he looks like in Quantum Leap to a degree, just with slightly longer hair and grayer because it's a bit later on in his mm. career. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the other yeah, fella, okay. apparently the other fellow, the the deputy, um, I recognise him now, but I didn't recognise him in Quantum Leap at all. Um, and I've Tom Everett, that's his name, um, and I looked at him. and I was, like, I recognise you from somewhere. And again, he was an Air Force One. In 1997, he was in Triple uh, X, the first Triple X film with Vin Diesel. He's the uh, s- uh, Senator, Dick Hotchkiss, who who he steals, I don't know if you've seen Triple X, but he steals the car no, from no. The Senator at the beginning of the film. And that's who's in this. But he doesn't look anything like <laughs> that in Quantum Leap at all. So when I looked through the cast, I was like, that's, um, you know, Tom Everett. And I'm like, it doesn't look like him, though, do you-? because obviously this is like, what, 90, 90- what year was this, 91, 92? Ninety, I think this was, wasn't it? Ninety. Okay, oh, yeah, of course, second season, so ninety. Yeah, so it was. Um, yeah, very random. It's weird when you see old people, older actors, or old TV shows. Um, he's in Criminal Minds as well. Um, okay. Let's say director Brian, somebody I've not watched Criminal Minds. Not enough anyway. He was also in the. He's actually uncredited in it, but he's actually in the first Transformers film that came out in 2007, as well. He's like a it's just literally just some random, but he seems to play in his older age, almost like a Senator type or a military sort of like liaison or like, a like, right. a, like, a the, the, uh, the assistant to the president or something like that. He's like one of those, got one of those looks about him with the shirt and tie and the, the American flag on the, you know, on the pin and everything. So he seems to be very much certain actors kind of get into a box, I guess, of what they, they know you can do that. So, yeah
1: yeah definitely
0: um, and one last one i mentioned very quickly is he was in er which is a Gentleman's very good ones sure. ER, aren't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's either er or law and order although hang on a minute oh no it's la law i was about to say um apparently he was in diad too. i don't remember that oh okay so i we'll have to look back at that oh i um, have seen that i've seen that a few times i was trying to see if he was in so we could use the sound effect but i was trying to see if he was in um uh the one we use sound effect for, I've oh, forgotten. Law and Order. <laughs> Thank you, Law and Order. I don't see it anywhere. Uh, dun dun. Um, <laughs> we haven't used it for a while. That's why I want to use it. I'm just gonna let's quickly look and see if Leon Ripley's got one, but he hasn't. So, oh well. No, LA. never mind. Never <laughs> no mind. the sound effect this time. Never mind.
1: Week off for that one. Uh, if, effectively, we have then Sam and Joseph driving across Nevada to get to the uh, the traditional um native american sanctuary i guess the grandfather is coughing very bad and we find out that it's emphysema he is suffering with and that's what's basically going to kill him but he's got no interest in going to the hospital whatsoever whilst this is happening back at the sheriff's office the sister has arrived suzanne i think her name is the sister has arrived and she is here to see her grandfather and brother but of course they've escaped She explains the grandfather is very sick to the sheriff and the sheriff doesn't seem to really give two shits. He just wants to get the guy back behind bars. And so in shoes... Is it
0: because they're Indians or... Yeah. Is they're criminals?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then so in shoes are a kind of a cross-state chase, I suppose. Al, at this point, has arrived and explains that Sam is here to help Joseph die where he wants to. He's busted him out of his nursing home yesterday, before being arrested for stealing the truck. He's now twenty-five, but he's not seen him since he was fourteen. So that's quite a, quite a gap in their lives, I think, Benny.
0: Yeah, that's a long time without, sort of having any relationship. So although that kind of favors Sam a little bit, I guess, in this leap because it means they kind of don't know each other. Mm. Way so it, to a degree, it benefits Sam, I think, a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I didn't think of that. Yeah, relationship yeah. with him. Um, but I know we'll get to it in a little bit, but there, there were times in this episode when, and I thought maybe I miss, I know I've, no, I've misremembered because I've watched the whole episode with, uh, with yourself, but um, there were times when he was talking about whether it be his life before or the the way he sees the world, as in Joseph, felt like he was talking to Sam rather than his grandson. Yes, Uh, there is a very clear moment a bit later on where it's up for debate of who he's actually talking to but um, I will admit I thought near the end of this we were going to hear Joseph say thank you Sam or something like that but I'm misremembering a different episode I think Mm. Um, but uh, it felt like there were moments where Joseph could see Sam and not his grandson if that makes any sense no I, I got that as well I got that as well. And I weirdly had
1: the same kind of Mandela effect for this episode where I thought at one point, Joseph was going to refer to Sam as Sam or even mention Al. Yeah. But it, but it never happened. So I must, I misremembering remembering the same way as you.
0: Yeah. But there, there is a moment in the cave where again, we'll get to it. But there, when Al says something, can it might be responding to the fact that Sam's talking to Al, but he says something about voices in the wind. And I'm like, could he hear Al at that? particular moment or mm. is he just referring to that that sam is talking to himself
1: yeah yeah interesting
0: yeah okay uh, before
1: we get to the cave though we do get the uh, the the scene at the shop that you mentioned previously benny and this did tickle me uh, it tickled me on one hand on the other side of the coin it also is a it's almost quite sad and maybe an indictment of that particular area in 1970 when the expansion was going out into the desert and the building of various um casinos and other facilities going out into the into the broad open spaces of nevada we have a a shop there and the shop is very much aimed at tourists but at first glance it looks like a shop maybe more aimed at native americans yeah. Sam and Joseph go in and they find that it is, for want of a better term, cheap tourist tat. It's all crappy. The majority of it is crappy tourist aimed, cheaply produced, mass produced Native American merchandise aimed at the tourists who are going and effectively invading this space where the Native Americans have made their home for many, many years. Yeah, And that that one little moment there, when you look at, at the sort of the, the plastic figurines and all that sort of stuff, you could almost see Joseph look a little bit confused and sad at the same time. But then we get another moment where Sam and and Joseph are, are getting blankets and so on, and they they want the oxygen tank from the outside as well to help Joseph uh, breathe with with his health issues. And Sam pulls out a gun, not intentionally, not thinking he's going to rob the place. It's just in his pocket, and he pulls it out. And they want to use this gun to trade for the things that they want to take away. But the shopkeeper instantly assumes he's being robbed. And again, it's very, even after it's been explained to the shopkeeper, no, no, no. We want to trade you this gun for some of these blankets, the oxygen tank. And we'll we'll take the Winchester rifle off the wall as well. please. yeah, the shopkeeper still, even though he's handed the gun and Sam's there open-handed and, and, very politely explaining the situation the shopkeeper still acts like he's being robbed is that maybe some kind of stereotyping there from that character as well benny
0: i'm not sure i don't think it helped the way sam pulled out the gun okay to be honest if you look at it um but yeah like you said even though they've explained it (laughs) the shopkeeper's a bit nervous about it and who isn't around a gun let's face it but um Maybe I don't know. I mean, you could, if you look, if you watch it back, it's after. Let us know at um at the waiting room pod, I guess. But I think it's the way samples are gun out for me personally because the way he reaches into his jacket and put, he kind of whips the gun out. He doesn't bring it out slowly. He kind of goes and he's, but he's also pointing the gun towards the shopkeeper, maybe unintentionally, but he is pointing at the shopkeeper. So, so he points a gun at you, intentionally or not. You're going to go, oh shit. So, yeah,
1: that's how I look at it.
0: Um. One thing I want to say quickly before we move on from this scene was when Joseph comes in and he goes, do you have any buffalo hide? And the sa- and then he goes, I'm sorry, we just sold the last one. And Sam and the shopkeeper kind of make eye contact and smile. I don't think this is Joseph being like, like he knows that I, I, I'm pretty sure. I know he might be a bit bewildered by some, but I think he knows that they wouldn't have any buffalo hide. And I think he's by doing that, setting himself up to be sort of like, friendly or maybe even like the village idiot to a degree like almost, yeah i mean uh, i actually sort of at ease maybe i actually felt that he was mocking
1: the guy a little bit at one point
0: yes yes that's a better way of putting it i agree you know sort of
1: mocking him for like well you're selling all this this stuff that's supposed to be from my heritage but have you got the simplest of things like buffalo hide and he's like oh no sorry it's almost like he's he's kind of mocking him it, it bit in a sort of tongue-in-cheek way that can go yeah be taken and be be taken in either direction via the conversation i suppose
0: i mean yeah i just took it as him kind of like oh we'll have the blankets and (laughs) as i've already mentioned the fact that he's wrapped up a i think there was a it was quite a lot of stuff in that blanket wasn't there oh we cleaned that place like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there was a comment later on where um, Sam says did you leave anything in that store <laughs> like you know I think he took one of everything in that blanket at yeah. one point to an degree. Um, a degree <laughs> and I know I know, morally they're stealing like cars and horses and stuff but you just I think because maybe his emphysema I don't know or the way that the Joseph character is maybe all of these things ball together he's just a nice man and you just can't help but when he talks to you and tells his little dad jokes and stuff that you just can't help but smile for this mm. guy, and then you also feel bad because he's dying as well. So whether that's it, I don't know. But um, yeah, again, one of my favourite uh, characters in recent episodes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, we then get. I mean, there's there's two
1: moments with um, different radios here back in the in the truck as they're driving away. We have Joseph listening to his beloved NFL team, the the Washington Redskins, on the radio. And then another radio sparks up. We have an old fashioned CB radio and Suzanne is trying to make contact with Sam and Joseph to tell them to come back. And we have an interaction there with the the sister and the grandfather and so on. And she has a bit of a dig saying, well, you haven't been around for years and, 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 and all this sort of stuff. But during this conversation, the sheriff can hear a train in the background. And because of that, he can place where Sam is at that moment, which kind of, I, I suppose, narrows down his his search or his, his chase area, potentially, Benny.
0: Yeah, I guess it's, like if you know, because obviously he's the sheriff, I'm guessing he knows that by that sound he can figure out when they left, what vehicle they're in, I don't know. <laughs> mm. um, to be honest with you, I didn't really pick up on that, to be fair. So I didn't even pick up on the fact that he... He figured that out. I just thought because of the conversation between the the, the the granddaughter. I didn't really pick up on the train thing at all, mate. So I must have missed that. Okay. Well, that, so, there, was, uh, the, there uh, was the
1: noise of the train in the background, and, okay. and the the um, I don't know what it would be called on a train, the the, the beeper, the hooter, the the bell. I'm not sure, but. The, the horn. horn. There you go. <laughs> Why can't I remember the word horn? What is that about? The know, horn you, you, on the you pull train. The, you pull the, the you let the steam out, do you, and it whistles basically. So yeah, um, yeah, we, that kind of thing, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And the sheriff then messages or, or gets hold of somebody else and asks, "Where is this particular train service right now? Where would it be on its route? Looking at the time and uh, so-
0: Okay, I was, I there was a conversation going on in the house at the same time, mate. So I'm trying to watch it and. So yeah, that's why I missed that. But yeah, okay. Yeah, and and he basically
1: says, you know, it's uh, it would be at this particular interstate section, and so because it's you know Nevada at this point is still very much a big, broad, open space as we see in this episode. So there's not many train links, so it'd be quite easy, I think, for him to sort of specify whereabouts they are depending on hearing yeah. the, that particular train. The only downside to that is they're in in. Nevada. This whole episode is very much, you know, hammered home where they are. uh The sheriff, uh, the deputy, sorry, tells the sheriff that they're it, to set up a roadblock on Interstate seventy, and that term that that terminal is in Utah, not Nevada. So a little bit of a geographical screw up in the script there, but it doesn't make a lot of difference really. Yeah, but
0: I did see that on the IMDb actually. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> so. a bit of a funny
1: one, but there we go. Um, this is where we do get to a, a moment that did make me tickle, uh, did did give me a laugh. They take the horses because they, they want to be, effectively, they're going over some mountains, aren't they, Benny? Because it's, it's yeah. quite rough terrain and, and the truck won't be suitable any longer. So they take the horses and they leave a note saying they're only borrowing the horse's feel free to use our truck. I loved that. <laughs> the little
0: sign in the, in the, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was quite funny again. And I like the fact that the copper makes you, they can't trade something. You've already, you've already stolen. <laughs> what you do. And he's right. He's, he's spot on. Yeah. Um, and again, the more I think about it, you know, I know we touched upon it at the top of the episode a little bit, but how is it because they're breaking the law or does he, I think it's more that they're breaking the law. And he's very serious about his job. He's a sheriff of you know of his uh, in his area. So, I am going to lean more towards this him trying to do his job. Although, have you seen, sorry to interrupt, Benny. Have you seen Ferris Blood*? Uh, no, the original Rambo film.
1: No, no, no. Not, do you know I'm not okay. seeing any of them? To be fair. Okay. Well, Ferris Blood* is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's rambo before it became ridiculous where he was taking on like a whole army on his own and all he had was a pen knife in his pocket and all this nonsense this is a brilliant story about a vietnam vet who just wants to get breakfast and the local sheriff mistreats him because of the way he looks and it, effectively he ends up then being hunted in the woods it's, it's a fantastic oh, you know
0: what? yes i have a long yeah. time ago but i have i remember i remember that bit you just described there Absolutely fantastic film. One of my favourite movies of all time. Brilliant story. Pick, does the copper pick him up and take him to the bridge and say, crack on,
1: basically? Yeah, it takes him to like, the outskirts of his little village, his little and town. He yes.
0: walking back in towards the town to get yes. fixed
1: or whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. I get real strong vibes from the sheriff in this episode of Quantum Leap reminding me of the sheriff and how he behaved towards okay. Rambo in First Blood. Oh, okay. Very... Proud of his job, very stiff upper lip. This is what we do. But also, there's moments where it's is it that you're really proud of your job and you want to do things properly? Or is there this kind of undercurrent of the something predict- else?
0: Yeah, I'm not saying it's not there, but mm. I'm trying to be more positive, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go.
0: Um, once they've had,
1: they find their new method of transport, Joseph basically explains that. He doesn't like the horses without their markings. They look naked. So they start painting the horses and their faces and so on. And Joseph looks at, well, what we think is his grandson. But here it's, it's quite clear. This is one of the moments where he is talking to Sam. Or at least he can see something in Sam that is going via his grandson. Yeah. Because they have handprints on the horses that show the amount of men that you have killed in battle. Or the amount of men that you uh, have died at your hands.
0: Well, this is nice moment because I meant to say the other day when we were talking about I think it was her charm. You know, Sam in the FBI, he shoots the uh, the mob boss, doesn't he? Yes. And I said this is the first time Sam's killed, and it isn't, is it? Because I remember now in uh, Honeymoon Express in this season, um, he is being threatened by the ex of you know the um. The That's guy, right. He gets,
1: he gets rid of him, doesn't
0: he? And he um has to and he tries to go to shoot Sam, but he turns quick enough to stab him doesn't he? So Sam has killed, and this is a nice little callback. I say nice, not nice, but what you're going to allude to is that it reminds us, oh yeah, because he did that and then did that. So it was a nice little, because I, obviously I'm correcting myself now because I said this is the first time Sam killed in that episode, but it wasn't. It was in the first episode of, of this season actually. So, um, Mm. it's not, it's very rare that you get many callbacks to other episodes in a sense.
1: I suppose the nature of the show makes it very difficult to do because, You've got Sam yeah. and Al are the only, uh, the only um, I suppose, cast members or even characters.
0: They're in each show. Look, try again. They're the consistent characters, aren't they? Yes. You know, throughout the show. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Because after we finished recording her channel, I was like, oh, no, I actually did that. And I meant to say something, but I've. Now, it's, it's a nice time because of what's about to happen in this episode, really.
1: Mm. Uh, and, the, you know, Joseph says, I can see you've killed two men. And that's obviously sam has killed two men so that was one of those moments where it's a bit sort of crossing the lines a little bit does he see his grandson completely sam a little bit whatever but i thought that was quite a telling moment wasn't it
0: yeah what's good about it he says i can see it in your eyes and then mm. he's like okay so he hand sam puts his hand in the paint that's been poured onto the rock and puts one hand on the horse and he's like yeah okay yep one there and the grandfather I, don't, I can't remember if he says anything or not, but it's just a look on his face more than anything for me. And he kind sort of looks at Sam and goes, and the other one. And so he does it again. Yeah. So for whatever reason, Joseph can see in Sam's eyes that he's killed before. And he know you know, when he put the second one on, he's like, yeah, I'm happy with that now. Okay. And I will move on. So like, he's like, he knows somehow that Sam or his grandson, because again, like you said, it's blurring the lines here of who he's actually picking up on. That he's killed before, so and it was like okay. And I was when I saw the two hamperins, oh yeah, it was her charm. And then the uh, the honeymoon express episode, which was the deranged ex husband, yes. <laughs> chasing them down. Um, so again, there there aren't many, as you like you said, a bit difficult to do. But um, it was uh, a realization moment for me, like oh yeah, there it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I liked it. I enjoyed that. Uh, as this goes on, though, the the sheriff has managed to track them down. He shoots and hits Sam. Luckily, it's not a a dangerous wound, but he has been hit. They manage to escape, and they travel higher and higher into
0: the mountains. We now have... Sorry, this is that when he shoots Sam. Bearing in mind, he's, he's seen them, obviously, and he just pops a shot off. He doesn't even give a warning shot. He's actually trying to hit Sam. So this is where, like, I was trying to be sort of like, maybe it's just a copper, but surely a copper is only supposed to shoot at somebody, or at least announce a freeze, don't move, and then you maybe pop a warning shot if you need to but hmm. the fact that he hit sam um but yeah, no right. warning I there's, say, an, yeah. no, there's an undertone there i think
1: you i think you're probably right on that and you think as well this whole time he has been telling people he wants to bring them back he can't bring them back if he shot them so it yeah, does really cloud his it really clouds his intent i think doesn't it
0: yeah and it, it, that was the moment for me where i was like yeah, you should have announced yourself and said, you know, police freeze or whatever. Mm. But no, he decides to pop a shot. Um, and it hit like you said, it hits Sam. I think it's like a chunk out of him, isn't it? It's not... Um, yeah. It's it's just going to hurt. Of course it is, but it's not... You know, it could have been worse. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, we have the added, I suppose, challenge now that it's it's nighttime. The higher up you go in the mountains, the colder it is, and there's snow on these mountains. So it's time to effectively... I suppose make camp Benny, try and find somewhere to get some rest. And they do this in, in the aforementioned cave, don't they?
0: Yeah.
1: We get the old Indian trick of the lighter yeah, <laughs> making the that. fire. But then here's where we have the conversation between Joseph and Sam. And he's talking of what well, he mentions. Literally, he literally uses the word leaps
0: in this conversation, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I think it starts with Sam saying that, you know, surely we want to stay alive to pass on your knowledge to the, the next generation so they can, um, remember the, the heritage and stuff. And obviously it's not very nice in terms of what happened and what happened in America, but that's a different podcast in itself. But, um, but there's it, something like death is a doorway. Um, mm. uh, we like the grasshopper. When we die, we shed one skin and put on another and leap to a new life. On the other side of the door. And this is like you said, playing right into the whole concept of the Quantum League TV show. Uh, although Sam does say, What if there's nothing beyond the door? Because obviously they're talking about death. And he goes, And then I think just says something along the lines, I'd hang on and try and fight as hard as I could to live, basically, um, paraphrasing there. Um, there was one moment in
1: this that I wasn't too fond of, I'm not going to lie. It's, I mean, it's not very subtle straight from the straight on the, straight from the office not a very subtle scene it's it's made very clear that the way joseph is talking has this double meaning with regards to their heritage and then sam and his life with with quantum leap and so on i don't think we needed al to go is he talking to you or is he talking to his grandson or is he talking to you sam i felt that was a little bit too much on yeah, the but- nose
0: yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't really pick up on it I, in sense of that, but now that you mention it, it's almost like, just in case you haven't got it, yes. Oh, is he talking about you, Sam? No, we got it. I think I think most <laughs> people would. Um But again, I suppose you've got to... You don't want to alienate maybe... Maybe there is a port... Or maybe there's some people that don't care. I don't know, but I would think we're all fairly clever enough to go, oh, shit, he, I think we've worked out by the time he said... One, when he says, death is a doorway... And um, we leap, you know, that's a little play on sort of, and then he says, you know, um, some, uh, what's he say at the end of it? He says something along the lines of, um, all of life, all of life is a series of leaps for us. Yes. Um, us grasshoppers, and he, he refers to himself as a grasshopper. Um, sometimes we see where we're going and sometimes we don't. Have you ever leaped and, and not at least survived? And Sam says, no, the next time you leap, remember that. So I think by the end of the dialogue between them, by the time you get to the next time you leap, remember that. I think we don't need Al in there going, like you said, he's talking about you. No, yeah. don't need it. So, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't particularly subtle anyway. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but there
1: yeah. we go. Yeah. And effectively, the sheriff has caught up with them by this point. And he... Uh, runs into the cave because he can see the fire and hear voices. But the fire is left burning and it's just the radio playing the the Redskins game again, I'm assuming, or a talk show or whatever. Uh, I love that because that was a real clever little touch by Sam and Joseph to tempt the sheriff into the cave so they can get get away, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the wide shot of the cave when they first go in, as in Sam and Joseph, it just reminded me of a set from Star Trek. <laughs> it was like it was clearly a real life cave but the I think the inside of that cave was a set somewhere obviously but it just reminded me of um at least that's how I took it it reminded me of like pretty much every planet that either Captain Kirk or uh, John Luke Picard has ever been on yeah. there,
1: I, I can't remember the name of the place but there was one specific area Especially with the original I'm not I'm, I'm not a Trekkie or I don't know masses about that, that show. Is
0: about Vasquez rocks? I don't know. It might be. Is it where the rocks are like like sort of like a V owl shaped type thing? Is that what you're on about? Like, uh, like maybe. And it, it's where they used to go all the time.
1: With the original Star Trek and film those alien. Yeah, I think scenes. you're. On
0: about, I, I think you're on about Vasquez Rocks, or at least sometimes they did anyway. So um, I never saw much of the original, but yeah, mm. you know it's mentioned in other things. So and you can see it.
1: <laughs> I'm fairly certain as well. Uh, the band Wasp, who who I absolutely love, adore Wasp, fantastic. Been one of my favourite bands for decades. One of their more famous music videos to a song they released in I, I don't know 1985 is also filmed in that place as well,
0: yeah.
1: which is quite a odd setting for a music video. And it, it's very eighties, but yeah, it's quite a well-known area. I think for, for filming, I would assume Benny.
0: Yeah. It's quite a popular tourist um, to- tourist area. I think it's in Nevada as well. So, uh, I think roughly, but I think, I think the place you're referring to is Vasquez rocks. So I could be wrong. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Um, I just want to shoot sh- again. This is Joseph at his best. I want to shoot back quickly, um, just because we kind of went glossed over it a little bit. Was when they were painting the horses. Obviously, there was a big, deep, meaningful moment, which we've already discussed. Yep. Um. But it's when I was going like, Sam, this is terrific. It's like the past come to life. Um. You know, he just painted the hoof prints on there, and that's to show how many uh, horse raids they went on, uh, or how many they stole. And then Sam says. I thought we just borrowed them. And then Joseph replies with the horses don't know that
1: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <Yeah. it's just laughs>
0: little things like that. And it's you just can't help, but you feel sorry for him anyway, because of the emphysema and stuff. But at the same time, like he's just a quirky guy, man. Uh, he made me laugh and then it was sad. You know, it's sad at the same time. So I think yeah. because he's ill, you feel sympathy straight away, but also, Because he is dying, you feel sympathy for him. But then because he cracks out these dad jokes, as I said earlier, it makes you feel even worse because you know he is dying. (laughs) So, you know, catch 22.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. Um, We find out that basically the the target destination, I guess, the, the sort of end game for this little adventure is to get to a nearby river. This river marks the southern border of the Native American Reservation but it also i suppose a, 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 another string to that bow potentially it also ends the juris- jurisdiction sorry of the sheriff he has no say or power or yeah. authority the other side of that river so they're heading there as they are heading there though joseph falls and breaks his arm so this then means we have an additional Challenge to overcome because Joseph is a very old man, very ill. Literally in the last few hours of his life, and he's now in a great deal of pain as well. So Sam ends up carrying him for part of the way before Suzanne arrives, and we have a back and forth there, Benny, don't we? With Suzanne saying you haven't been here, and yeah. he, Sam is trying to convince Suzanne to just let him die in peace. He doesn't want to die in a nursing home, and then the sheriff arrives as well, and you know pulls his gun and all sorts.
0: And I, In this That's moment, question, in, again, sorry, because um, he you know, he eventually convinces his sister to take the grandfather across the river. And yes, Sam's going to distract the uh, the sheriff, but again, he shouts George. Now this time he does go. He does shout George
1: to him, which is who Sam has leapt into. Sorry, we haven't mentioned that, but yes,
0: yes. Uh, no, no, no. The grandfather is it? No, does he call? Oh, hang on. No, is it? Is it the grandfather's George? Isn't it? I'm confused now. The grandfather is Joseph. Um, Joseph. Oh, okay. So why is he shouting George? That's
1: weird. I think that's the name of the yeah, person but, that Sam has leapt into. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right? No, I know that. But what I mean is Sam's gone off to try and distract the sheriff and he's shouting George, even though it's Joseph in the shot. Oh, uh, okay. Then he starts aiming the gun as if to fire. and Sam jumps on the sheriff and they get into a fight, don't they? So oh, okay. I'm, yeah. He's confused by why he shouts George because it's hmm. Joseph clearly in front of him. <laughs> yeah okay (laughs) i've only just realized that now so i mean you know so at least i've been saying the grandfather's name right the entire time (laughs) (laughs)
1: um with regards to suzanne arriving when she does and they have that conversation i mean don't get me wrong i appreciate for the sake of the tv show it has to happen this way but looking at it from i suppose taking a step back and trying to add a bit of realism to, to this what they're doing suzanne arriving catching up with them effectively and having this conversation, I can kind of get on board with because she's of that land, she's Native American herself, and so on. The sheriff arriving so quickly, I struggle with a bit because he caught up with them very, very quickly to the cave, and he's caught up with them very quickly again here. And I wouldn't place his ability to cover this terrain on the same level as maybe the Native Americans who grew up around that that particular part of the country themselves, Benny.
0: No, I know. I mean, you could argue that they are kind of having a very loud, I wouldn't say they're having a shouting match in terms of like Sam and the sister in the sister, but they are quite loud. Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe he's an experienced, he's a hunter and a tracker, maybe, you know, cause obviously from where they are. So any is from that area, maybe he doesn't know it all, but, um, mm. yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I, yeah. But in terms of the sister, definitely I was like, yeah, she's from that area. So she knows where they're going. So she's got more direct, she might know a more direct path to where they're headed to. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't not, not once did I think bloody hell she got there quickly. I went, all right, she's here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: was it, really. So yeah, I didn't think much into it, but I didn't really think about the sheriff. I just assumed that he's probably tracking them. You know, he's probably, you know, you know, he's a, he's a sheriff. He, he probably, he seems like the guy that would, uh, would be hunting around these you know, around that area. Yeah, okay, fair and enough. So, you know, I didn't really I'm I'm not too I'm not overly too bothered. In terms of getting the story where you need it to be, I, I can live with it.
1: <laughs> fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Uh Sam tackles the sheriff, as as you mentioned, Benny. Uh Suzanne takes Joseph to the river. Um there's quite a dramatic fight scene, to be fair. And Sam it, you know, as you would expect with Sam in most of these scenarios gets the upper hand and he effectively looks like he's going to scalp him before Al stops when, he pulled, him. when he drew the knife went
0: oh shit. I was like yes. no 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 that's too far <laughs> yeah exactly
1: uh, Al luckily stops him and he just gives him a bit of a haircut and then we get the scene where Joseph gets shot Benny
0: I mean just quickly before we go on to that I genuinely believe by the way when Al shouts Sam that snapped Sam out of that sort of aggression address oh, yes. moment definitely 100 yes. so scott Bakula in that moment
1: i genuinely believed i mean this is a a, a testament to how talented the, the the fellow is as an actor i guess i genuinely believed scott buckler as sam beckett at that moment was going to scalp this dude
0: when he pulled the knife i audibly went whoa
1: yes <laughs> like, exactly. i genuinely did exactly
0: and then al going sam and then he you know then he just cuts a little bit of the uh the sheriff's hair off the front, which is quite funny in itself. Um, but it's a good job that I, that I was there really. So, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. But then we still get Joseph getting shot, which I don't, uh, it's a shame, isn't it?
0: That copper didn't need to do that. No. For me at all. There's a few times in this, like in terms of the second time he has shouted and they've kept going, but, but the problem with this second time round is I kind of understand why the sheriff was going to take a shot because he knows they have a weapon. Mm. But the first time he shot at Sam, he didn't know they had a weapon and he just shot at them. So, you know, and they had that bit of a gunfight, which reminded me of so many Westerns, by the way, um, from when I was a kid. But the second time with him taking aim, I still thought it was harsh, but he does know they have a weapon. But he's, they're not turning to... They're not turning around to face that you have to shoot him, so I feel again the aiming of the shot is unjustified. Yeah, it's it, to me, it's just a little bit of shit iceery. To be fair, yeah, it's
1: this real spineless shit ice way of behaving.
0: Yeah, and he could quite easily go, oh, "Yeah, they came at me." Yeah,
1: y- exactly. y- do you know
0: what I mean? It's wrong. So yeah, um,
1: we then get Sam effectively giving a speech that I thought was so. I thought it was really good, really dramatic, really well done. And he speaks about how his grandfather just, he's, he's a dying man. He just wants to die where, you know, he grew up surrounded by what he knows and so on. And he, and, and he even gets to the sheriff a bit here, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, you can all, I don't know. Sam obviously does his whole speech of, he just wanted to, you know, he had, sorry. Um, Joseph's been shot and he's just um, picked carrying him to get him across the river back onto his own, onto the reservation. And he's like, all he wanted to do is, you know, die in peace, basically not being yeah. there. But obviously the sheriff's interest in them has only happened because they stole the truck. So, but it seems to have got very personal with the sheriff. I mean, we don't have a chance to really explore that, do we? You just, you don't really get much of a insight to why you know, he is the way he is, you know, in a mm. sense of why he doesn't like Indians. Is it something personal or is it just because he's just an asshole? Um, we don't we don't find that out. But he does get to Sam's little speech, emotional speech. As well, again, Scott Bakula, you said a really good actor a minute ago. You could I felt that emotion from this scene, even and even though the cop is still pointing the gun. I wouldn't say the cop is shaking, but you can kind of see it in his face that he's like you know, uh, what more can I do, I suppose. I, I, yeah. He gets to him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, they do then cross the river. I, I liked this as well, because you've got all this serious now, now going on. I mean, Joseph is wounded. He's been shot. He's got a broken arm. You've had the fight scene. It's all very dramatic and, and very serious. And uh, at some point in this collection of moments, Joseph asks Suzanne, do you like the Redskins? <laughs>
0: yeah and she's like i don't really watch football grandfather (laughs) (laughs) bit of a random thing he's just obsessed with the redskins and he He does he's i mean he steals a radio so he can listen to a game on the way while they're Mm. running away from the cops he still wants to hear the football and stuff um the
1: um the the redskins i don't know if you're aware of any that they're actually called that anymore have you seen this no, I would assume they're not called that anymore, to be yeah. honest. So. so, a few years back, they then I referred to as the Washington Commanders.
0: Oh, um, okay.
1: the famous um, sort of uh, Native American logo with the headdress and so on has been replaced with just a burgundy W. Pretty shit, to be fair.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, maybe the W's there for woke, maybe. I don't know. Ah, uh, potentially, potentially. I can, I, 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 again, I don't know enough about it to really get into a conversation about that. To be no, 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 I no. Mean, the,
1: the, term, the term Redskins, I, I can appreciate, isn't yeah. necessarily suitable in the year 2023, of course. But I think they could have done, a, you know, these, these NFL teams have got millions. They could have hired somebody to do a better job of that logo, I swear. But never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they cross the river, and in a very sad, touching moment, Joseph passes away. And then... Sam leaps. And that's basically the end of the episode, Benny, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I was really waiting for him to say thank you, Sam. I really yes, wa- I was waiting for him to say it and he didn't. And how it, weird uh,
1: is that that we both have that same memory and it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because i um, I think it's because as the episode's going on, not all the time, and I'm not gonna say they slap you in the face, but the biggest one is again we already spoke about was when they're in the cave and he's talking about I mean Joseph is talking about passing on and dying and going through the door. And you're your new life, but he calls it a leap because of a grasshopper, obviously jumps. But that's a very, like you said, it's very obvious what they're talking about. Um, but there are moments when he's referring to certain, like you know, back in you know when we used to live like this, you know, and it, it just feels like he's talking to Sam and not not George. So it's, it's <laughs> there are moments, um, but I was really waiting for him to say thank you, Sam, or Al, or just something because there's that moment in the cave where he said, he, the, some, the voice is in the wind or something like that. And I'm thinking, did he hear Al in that moment? Mm. Um, and I think there is, I mean, we'll get, I can't remember whether it's already happened or whether, it, I know there's an episode somewhere where I think somebody's dying and they look up and they almost like look at Al, like they can see him for a moment. So I think that's later on down the line, but, um, yeah, I was waiting for him to say, thank you, Sam. I really was. Yeah.
1: on me, on me
0: but that's that, that's
1: it we we have the uh the blue flashing lights as normal uh, sam departs he's he's achieved what he's set out to do and i don't know what you watched this episode on whether it's dvd or now tv or a rerun on sci-fi i'm not sure what you got as the next scene but for me on dvd we're back at double double
0: identity again it's weird how we mentioned that the other day as well uh, mm. So, yeah, I got the same. It was, um, if I'm lying, I'm dying. You know, yes. like, well, this isn't right because this is from season one. So, looking into it a little bit, I can
1: find no definite reason as to why they did this, other okay. than they wanted to show certain reruns. There's no definitive reason. There's no, I mean, in the past, we said it was because it was the holiday season. So, I can understand that. But then there's been a couple of other occasions where this has happened and there is no real explanation. The DVDs uh, that I'm watching, that, that I'm doing our watchback with, are in the original format that was first aired by, I believe it was NBC. The show was carried on in the States in the, in the early 90s. So when we see the double identity clip, that is how it aired on the uh, the actual television live for a better term, you know, uh, in real time. So then the next week we did see double identity again, which is again, very, it's an odd way of doing things for me, Benny.
0: Yeah. I didn't know. I assumed maybe there was something, maybe the time of year it came out or something, or like we have before where we've had, it was Christmas or whatever. And they didn't want to, you know, because people are obviously with their families and stuff. They didn't want to like waste the new episode and wait mm. for people to come back from their holidays and stuff when they're back to the regular, you know back to you know back to your regular working day and all that kind of stuff so yeah i didn't know quite no i mean i went straight away like well that's not right and i actually what i will say because we like to try and sort of go what do you remember from the next episode obviously we've seen that one so i did skip ahead a little bit watch the intro and just watch the bit before the actual intro kicks in just that opening scene yes uh, to see what it was um, and it's called um good night dear hearts um Again, I'm struggling to remember stuff of this one, so, mate. I'm not gonna lie. Uh it's ah, been a while.
1: See, I've got quite a few memories of this. And this is one of those episodes where I remember it very fondly. So I'm okay. hoping my memory is accurate in this scenario. And I'm not gonna re-watch it and be let down. Yeah. Effectively, I don't know if this I'm not gonna give away any what well, spoilers is probably the wrong term, but I won't give away too much from what I remember. But Maybe this will jog your memory. Attach. Sam is a uh, he's like a coroner or a mortician, so he, he works with the dead bodies. Yeah,
0: there's I got he- that from the opening the opening scene. Um, okay, uh, Copper's handing him a locket, and he's like, "What is it?" And he goes, "It's a locket," because he's just leapt in. Yes, and then he reads something on the back of it, and it's in German. Um, and then he goes, "Oh, the little girl must be her." And there's a picture inside, and he turns around, he goes. Sam gets up and walks over and he goes, she's dead. And she's like, oh, you, you should have been a detective instead of a mortician. So it's like thrown in our face that he's a mort- and Is it a mortician? Sorry, not a mortician, a coroner. So
1: Coroner, a mortician, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, from what I remember, I've not seen that clip back, actually, because I've just seen the double identity bit, from, but yeah. what I remember of this episode is, it's, I think it's the 50s, and I think this person who has died, this girl, I believe she's a teenager, maybe 20, 21 at a stretch. Okay. It's thought that she killed herself, but Sam has to prove that it was actually murder. Is, and I, that may not be accurate, but that's kind of how I remember it. And I remember it being a little bit on the creepy side.
0: Okay. I don't see. I don't remember enough, although I am having I to just quickly search him, but I know the guy that played Tom Paris in Voyager, isn't it? Okay so um i can't remember his actual freaking um his real name <laughs> to be honest with you well i'm sure we'll go into that as we get on is it um oh, what the hell is his name robert duncan maybe i don't know i'm gonna have to look this up let's to so there's gonna be some uh some stuff i don't know if he's listed on here oh no he is just look the pitch. do you know what i didn't i didn't recognize him because his the pitch they got there is obviously him now i still remember him as tom paris from voyager so quite right um um So, yeah, there's a woman. I'm looking at the IMDb, obviously, so I can see the actors. There's two on there straight away. Not not Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, we know them. (laughs) Marcia Cross, who I think was in Desperate Housewives, possibly. She looks very familiar. And then Robert Duncan McNeil, who plays uh, the character Greg. I'm trying not to look at anything else because I want to watch it because I don't remember it fully at all. Sometimes the little snippets you get at the beginning, like you go okay, this is this one. And you go, okay, cool. I'm going to enjoy this. And this one I'm going, although I recognize the actor that is the cop and I recognize when we saw the dead body and stuff, I kind of go, I know I've seen it, but I'm genuinely struggling to think of, I'm assuming it's to solve this person's murder or suicide or whatever's going on. I don't remember how, or how it sort of, you know, obviously I'm seeing the beginning bit I have, but I don't remember how this, pans out at the moment. So whereas we've had episodes like Portrait a Troy and I knew I was waiting for you to watch out and I was like, I knew exactly what happened in that one. So whereas in these less freedom and then this one, I am really struggling to try and think what the heck actually happens. Really?
1: I remember, like I said, I remember it quite fondly and I hope I'm correct. But there we go. See, uh, well,
0: the next episode, sorry, after is Paul Hall Blues. Oh, yes. So, and I, and I, I know roughly the outline and what happens in it. And I remember it being a really good episode. So hopefully that's, that's way, way, way back
1: on our very first podcast. We did it, many yeah. for this project. This was, that was when we asked each other, which episodes are we really looking forward to getting back to and reviewing? That was one of mine. I really look forward to that episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously we still got one more to get to it. Mate, so yes, indeed. Indeed.
1: Uh, this episode then to summarize freedom out of five, and your final thoughts?
0: Um, I don't think there's much more I can really add to it, to be honest. Um, I still love Joseph. I think he's great. I mean, one of my, you know, he says, Kino, you know, Sam saying, Kino, I'll take you to the reservation. But when we get there, you've got to see a doctor. And then Joseph says, okay, but I don't know if I can help him. And it's just a little <laughs> thing. <like that>. <laughs> little things like that, man, that makes you, you feel sad because he's dying and you feel even worse because you just like the guy. Which makes it more, you know, if it's somebody who's dying and you don't like you, like, yeah, well, it's sad, but I don't really like you, so crack on in the nicest way possible. But I, you know, what I think I've got to go. I don't think it's quite a four, um, but I'm going to go three point five, a solid three five point five for okay. me. Um, it's not quite a four though. I think yeah. it's close, but it's not quite there for me.
1: I I have it a little bit lower. I, I've got two and a half out of five. It's not oh, it's, mate. it's not bad, but I don't think it's great. It's just kind of literally, as as I suppose that score dictates, for me, it literally just kind of sits somewhere in the middle. It, it's a good enough episode. There's nothing in it that makes me hate it or I think I, I wouldn't watch it again. But at the same time, I know there's vastly superior stories.
0: Yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to take my 0.5 off mine. So make mine a three and make your 2.5 a three. So they've got threes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, i'm not sure that's how this works but okay
0: <laughs> we we'll make the rules it would be the first time ever that we do that but it's <laughs> you see what you mean but i think for me i i did I, I i love the guy joseph i think um i mean there's still some great characters before this and there's obviously some great characters coming up but yeah i did really enjoy the maybe it's because i'm older i may. i think maybe watching this when i was a bit younger i didn't necessarily appreciate it as much hmm. so if you'd have asked me maybe five years ago six years ago I probably would have agreed with you in terms of the uh, the score that you've given but I think I've liked it more because again I keep saying it and I've, it's the thread throughout this episode that Joseph's a, a great character yeah that's oh, fair enough my friend fair enough
1: uh, so Benny before we depart where can people find you and your awesome content
0: online yeah i overselling a bit to be awesome but they're, you know um you can follow myself at BennyMacB triple N Y M A C K on Twitter um obviously um i do at in the corner uh sorry i asked at in the corner wwe on twitter sorry the show is called in the corner with benny mack where we talk current wwe i know size you've popped on a few times but you don't really watch the current product overly but um you know I don't podcast, need to.
1: i don't need to i get all my updates from you
0: fair enough fair <laughs> enough there's a lot going on obviously depending on this comes out on tuesday doesn't it so you know there's been a lot of where we where we're recording now it's what uh, where are we saturday so it's gonna come out a couple of days later but um there's a lot going on in wwe in terms of the actual products but there's also a lot going on backstage at the moment so it's a very interesting time um but yeah i'm doing that i'm i'm also trying to keep the twitch channel going at benny Mac. Uh, so just benny Mac gaming sorry b triple n y m a c k and then gaming Did a bit of cob the other day, just mucking mucking around, really. Yeah, I I made affiliate on it, mate. So I'm just kind of like, I need to keep it going, but it's having the time to do this with yourself, do that, and obviously I'm working so I'm trying. It's been almost a year in the making of trying to get this other podcast up and running, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. I know itching to get it out. I've also got to kind of get it the the recording done and editing and stuff I want to do with it. I'm just kind of at the moment I'm in the process of setting it all up obviously we need to talk about whether it's going to be on sgp raw media or not but i'm sure it will be at some point so um that's a different conversation
1: <laughs> yeah all great stuff and I, I cannot wait for the new project either. really looking forward to that really really
0: you know the con i mean the cons we've talked about it a little bit on this show but it's paranormal orientated but i just want to treat the subject with respect and just you know i don't want to mock anybody i don't want to upset anybody but I think there's something to this, whether it's real or not, or however, however you sit with it. I'm hoping I can bring the show where you go, do you know what? I I don't think this is real. This is real. This is real. But that, that person, you know, I've listened to people before years ago on Art Bauer shows. Um, and some people used to call into a show and be like, when you go now, they're just bullshitting. But then some people tell their story so well, they either a very good storyteller or they believe this stuff was happening to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so it's interesting regardless because there's so many stories that correlate as well so yes yeah that's a different sorry to take up too much time there but yeah paranormal junkie uh, at power junkie uk on twitter
1: awesome stuff uh anything i'm involved in you can find via the network that carries this show and that is on all of your podcast players platforms and providers sjp world media on twitter and facebook you can find that at sjp world media and we've got all sorts we've got in the corner as benny mentioned looking at wwe uh, modern day wwe and so on and also dive into a little bit more than that there's more to the show than just modern day wwe it's definitely worth a listen it's fantastic we've got nostalgia based podcasts looking at old wrestling old tv uh, old music etc so much going on that it take too long for me to list. So you can find all of that at SJP World Media on Facebook, Twitter, and all of your podcast players, platforms, and providers. Make sure you're checking us a follow, a subscribe, all that good stuff, so you don't miss an episode. This here, though, the Waiting Room, a Quantum Leap podcast, you can find all over the place: Facebook, Twitter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and the handle you need for that is at Waiting Room pod underscore that's at waiting room pod underscore benny i have had a blast once again my friend i look forward to our next episode very much because i think it's quite good
0: but we will find out in a few (laughs) days time bud yeah can't wait mate time to leap out buddy